This is Jeff Chrisman, and I'm here this morning visiting with Paul Waddell. Paul, thank you so much for being here this morning. Thank you. Appreciate it. We're actually at the Art Hall here in Oklahoma City, and what I thought uh, I would do is, Paul, if I could, maybe first ask you uh, if someone uh, were wanting to know more about your work, what you might share with them as far as kind of giving them an overview. Um, I, I'm a painter and performance artist, and I, I make videos, but they... Uh, I'm a multimedia artist, so in that way I work with uh, whatever art practice like sort of suits the idea, and that's like the what I learned in school. And now I'm I mostly paint and do performance art. So I think in my work I'm kind of walking a line between abstraction and uh, figurative in terms of painting. It's like a kind of uh, semi-narrative abstraction. Uh, but there's figures and they're mixing it together and in my performance it's like abstract and sort of semi-narrative um, uh, so there's like maybe that's a story like if you're the audience you there's a lot of cues that maybe more is going on in both the painting and in the performance and uh, recently I've put everything into a book uh, and the book is an art project in itself called Transmorphing Utopia, and that's got, it's a performance, it's a performance, so that's a hard, it's a difficult work for people, so I would say, most likely I'd want you to know that I try to make things difficult for the audience, because I think that is the most fun uh, way of, like, uh, art to approach you in a way, so, like, as an audience, you come to the art, and you're looking at it, but it's, it's doing something back, if it's good, that's why it's an artwork. And if you were going to live with it, wouldn't it be cool if the art just kept uh, changing in a way? Like, the more you looked at it, the more questions or things it brought up in your mind. And that experience being, like, over time as a sort of... It, a relationship where the painting is asking for the attention and, like like that, or in a performance much more immediately in the very, um, in the moment, I can sort of demonstrate that by my part, by interacting with the audience directly, and in, in, in a subtle way, and a, like not very explanatory way, ask them to make decisions for me within the performance, so that they have like a lot of power in that moment, and that's both like, um, exciting and scary and makes them laugh and you know it's a it's a whole it's a whole lot of uh, questions about the position your position as an audience so another thing I also am focused on the audience as a subject that's very interesting that kind of and that brings to mind uh, and, it, and that really I find that very fascinating as far as the, the idea of, of of having the audience I guess if I'm understanding correctly you know questioning uh, you know, it was an on, on an ongoing basis, actively mm -hmm. questioning where is it where is it about where the boundaries are for them, or what what's okay and not okay. Well, it's there's that like what's okay and not okay, and and that can be fun, and uh, it's also um, when you uh, it's how they read the painting. Mm -hmm. So like initially. Um, I want there to be one sort of moment, and then as you sit with something, I want it to change. So if you see the paintings I have hanging up at Literati for a few more days or whatever, um, 
They're painted in a way where the surface uh, reflects light, like a, it absorbs and throws a lot of light out. So, but it's not done with resin or something like that. It's it's a it's a matte surface. So that initially it just looks super flat and like bright, but it, as you stare at it, it like actually is pushing. Uh, it's bouncing the color back into your eyes, so like you're. It's actually sh sort of shoving a lot of color at you because it has a clear lens between the color and the and the, the the surface. The light hits it and goes inside and spreads across the surface and bounces back in a wave to your eye. So it's like physically sending something back. The more you look at it, the more you feel that, like physically feel it touching oh, you. Okay. But it's a very um, most people aren't. Uh, perceptive into that kind of thing mm. but if you if you think about it you can feel light in your eye and stuff like you feel, you know and because it is um, light is technically operating operating as a wave the same as sound so it, it is carried to you it's just much faster oh okay but it hits your eye and so like these are all stuff that it's actually based off techniques that um people uh, came up with in the Renaissance of glazing and um, so like a lot of portraiture of kings and this you know style of Teshin or something like that has many clear layers of oil that are like slightly tinted and that that does the same thing in the sense that it creates like if you see a oil painting that really looks like skin like the, it's a painting of a portrait and it, the skin looks really glowing and radiant it's because it's been glazed, and the glaze is sort of where I've pushed my technique out of into acrylic paint. Yeah, I find that, uh, and, and I guess I'm thinking just about the experience uh, when someone's, and I realize everyone looks at a painting a little differently, mm -hmm. but in this case, it, it sounds like this is more of the, I know sometimes people look at it and they try to decide what they think it is or what they think that it means. Yeah. I'm wondering if I'm understanding you correctly, that in this case, what you're, if I'm understanding correctly, is what you're focusing on is, is how they interact with the light itself? Well, that's a, that's a major thing. I think of that as a tool that is very persuasive and like it makes it like a diamond. It's like it's shimmering in a way that people don't quite know why it is, because it's matte. It's not shiny, but it's doing shiny type things. It's acting shiny um, in the experience. But it is like, what is this? It's all the layers, right? So like, what am I seeing? Do I like this? Should this be something that is art in all, or whatever, like all of those questions that people tend to have when they approach art. And the sort of like that thing, that's, that's the first layer, that kind of, um, do I like it or not? Do I know what this is? Um, that's like the kind of first layer of engagement, hmm. and that's where most people stop. And, oh. and so like, that's very important time, and it's there, but then like, how do you get without telling someone like what I'm doing now like coming over I walk over to you at the gallery and give you this podcast and then <laughs> I go do that do what I'm saying but how do you get them to understand the audience member who's mm -hmm. looking at the painting how, or how do you get them to understand or to want to spend more time without thinking about it without feeling forced but like what makes it like more persuasive than just a photograph and because you can do so much with surface and with uh, light with painting that um, 
you know, the older it gets, the less familiar it is, and also, and, and still is very persuasive, because a, a painting in person is, it, like I say that, a painting in person, so it's a, mm. it's a, it's like an, it should feel like you're meeting someone, and, and so that might just be a fantasy in the terms of like that kind of power or something in painting, but I think it's worth going for, because you're technically sort of making a type of, like, treasure and you know the, the really like engaging what makes it that is the ideas it holds not just like what it is and so getting those ideas to people um and trying to do it in a way that like if someone would stand here for long enough they could anyone could get to this crazy idea hmm or to another one you know <laughs> but like something much deeper than like do i like it or not do I see what it is or not, you know? And so to, do, to get that engagement, it's like, that's why I focus on, like, these sort of techniques of, like, physically bouncing light and, like, creating all that, the, like, science in painting that's, like, the tricks that, like, the old masters used to seem, like, out of control, like, you know, magical hmm. at the time. Like, nothing to compete with. No television or anything. No photographs, just their paintings, the greatest images anyone's seen, you know? That's that's a time of great persuasion, but you know. So <clears throat> I'm providing the experience of the painting, right? and so that's that's killer. If it works, like if someone comes out and they're like, "I thought this thing happened, that thing happened," they're talking about a painting. Hmm. They're talking about it like a movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. of what's going on in their head, like the narrative is like how they thought about it. Yeah. But people do like when they have that happen with a painting, they want to talk about. <clears throat> so I think okay. yeah and I, was, and I was wondering too if the uh, do you find sometimes that people if they allow themselves to take time that time with it that this is a, is a, is a vastly new experience for them yeah I was curious as far as what you hear people say in a, some a cases, lot of those cases you know I think especially um, what it's been interesting hanging the paintings here because I've uh, hung these same paintings in LA and uh, in a much different Situation like a great big gallery downtown where basically only like people who look at this or people who stand in the galleries and not necessarily look at anything but like <laughs> the art people, you know. But, so, um, but here it's like they're hanging up at Literati, Literati, you know, at the plunge. It's like a totally different type of space and it's mm. a completely different, um, like just totally like it's not a it is a gallery, but it's not like a, like a, a, a white cube, you know. It's 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 oh. a, it's just it's it's a storefront, and it's there's a donut shop next door, and there's a comic book sh shop behind it, and like a lounge, you know. It's a it's a whole place uh, with and it, and it's sort of the lobby or the entryway you come in, and there's the paintings, and so it's it's actually a pretty intense thing because they're they're really. Uh, Anyways, I see a lot of people, like, come in and then, like, start to walk away and then look back because it's like, what is that doing? And that is, it does seem exciting. They want to ask me, like, what, why is, what's going on? And the most common question is, what is this surface? What is this, um, you know, what is this material? Hmm. Because I think it's because they know it's doing something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <You know>? okay. <laughs> it's like, and it's like, well, what is it? How does it work, you know? 
And like, so that's another layer of how does it work. Hmm. It's not just like the image, but like to see someone who never thinks like that about a painting ask the question like, well, what is this material? Yeah. It's such a powerful question, and, and since artists think about that all the time, yeah. Like, oh, this is the painter. You know, it's the it's what you're really working with, and uh, and so to get that level, that's like the next level for me. And then it just it kind of goes deeper the more someone engages because they're they're thinking about what they're seeing and they're putting their thoughts into the what they're seeing. Mm. So as they think more about it, they modify how they see it themselves. But it like, but so, point is like, make the painting so it, it is saying do that, do that. You know, it's it's, it's begging you to to lean into the to the thinking about it. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. I mean, so that's where I think of art as like something that is for people, and it's um, it's uh, for our, how we really experience things. And not just like a um, place to put symbols and uh, metaphor. It is that, but it's also like anything can cause an experience because right. um, people, we, you know, experience is what we do with events. And so if there's a person involved, uh, you can be providing an experience. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking too. This, I mean, this this is really opening up my mind in a in a, uh, in a really interesting way. When you're talking about as far as like a difference between a gallery in L.A. and, and that that experience and the people that are there, I've never thought about this before. But I guess I've always and there again, I, I'm not. Uh, I don't have any education or any. Uh, uh, you know, formal training in art in art itself. Mm -hmm. But I was sitting here thinking to myself that it's like that's you know just the the piece of art itself is one level. But I never thought before about the context as far as where it's displayed, mm -hmm. what is the nature of the population that's viewing it. And I, I don't want to make this too complex of a question, but I was actually just getting ready to ask you uh, about your experiences since you moved here recently mm -hmm. from Los Angeles. And I don't know if this ties into it or not. I'm curious, maybe what. Uh, you know, and you were, you were speaking about the gallery and the Paseo, I believe, and mm -hmm. talking about how it's different. I was just curious if those, if those things, how those things are related, as far as your experiences moving from Los Angeles here to Oklahoma City, and oh. and, and how people, how people, how you're seeing people interact with art here versus there. And well, I apologize if that's too. I know it's, it's a lot of different thoughts kind of weaved together. Well, I think I got, I got a question from that, and I'll try, I'll answer <laughs> it, and we'll see if we we match up. Um, I. I think, you know, the difference here, I mean, I came out here because a friend of mine said, uh, like, I was in L.A. and I was not happy with where I was living, and I was just kind of, like, burnt out and wanted to get out of there, and I was like, gosh, where could I even go? You know, like, I don't, you know, I was like, ugh. And then my friend was like, oh, come to Oklahoma City, it's like, it's like a renaissance here, hmm. you know, like, the, all these cool restaurants are coming up, like the art scene is like actually sort of happening. There's like people doing art and like, <laughs> and then like the contempt, the, the OKC Contemporary Building coming in, like that was really interesting. And I was like, no way, that can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but then I just thought, well, fine, I drove out here. And, um, and I've been here for four months and I like, I, 
I went and I got a job, which is something like I hadn't done in LA for years except for being an artist, but I just thought it'd be like a really cool way to be here. It's yeah. just like not, like have a, have a very kind of um, different part of like life happen here, you know? It's, it's really interesting. But I think it's true that like people are really interested in art here, and I think maybe that's that hasn't been true, or 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 it's always been true. But like they're coming out now, and they're looking at art, and like a lot of the artists I've met here are excited about this kind of. There is more than like one opportunity a year. It's kind of how they make me see it. So everyone's excited who is involved with art. So they are engaging with it on a, like a lot of levels. That is. Um, amazing it's like learning something and um, there isn't a lot of like sort of this etic there's an etiquette in LA of like sort of with the art scene I mean it it really is a pretty uh, exclusive kind of group because like there's like specific language oh okay and there is there's specific language and there's like ways to dress and who knows who and this kind of thing's super uh, established so there's a lot of rules really oh okay yeah. here there everyone is working to to come up with those things basically oh okay so i'm not saying it won't be like that here and to some level it already is there are like some um, you know some of the best or, or most prolific art collectors in the world are in Oklahoma and in this city. So, you know, there's actually a long connection to contemporary art here, which is amazing. And, and it's amazing to see everyone decide what they want from culture. Yeah. So that's the audience to me here. To me, it's much more interesting than the one in LA because I don't know about it. And there isn't just stuff to figure out, it's stuff that like is going to be decided now oh, okay. by the art people here. Like this is the moment where people are putting money into art more and and uh, they want to be a center for art all, you know now. So there's a bunch of people thinking about that. Yeah. And what does that mean here? So I'm here showing my work primarily to those people, you know. But because it's on the Paseo, I'm having the most diverse audience I've ever had in my life come through and look at those paintings. Um, you know, in, in terms of all... The all dynamics of, of diversity. Oh yeah, you know in LA you go and it's this one type of person oh, yeah. in the room, <laughs> <laughs> like multiple incarnations yeah. of them. It's just it's different you know. colored, same versions of the same clothes. You know, kind wow. of. it's how it feels. I'm sure it's all different and expensive. But. Yeah, but you never know who you're talking to here. Like from my point of view, like it's like this could be like. Bajillionaire, I don't know. <laughs> Same as that guy at the restaurant over there. You know? Yeah. So, to me, that's the difference, and it's also the difference when something, when the experience of them looking at work, <clears throat> just like a person who hasn't really spent a lot of time looking at a 
a painting that's taken years to make or something like that. Oh, yeah. Where they look into it and then um, they have some some kind of realization about the material or anything, but it's like it's like exciting to them because they haven't done that before. It's like, oh, look at that, and it's like that happens here way more. Hmm. And it's because people just are looking. It would happen in LA too if people just looked at things. Ah, oh, gotcha. And like, there's even like some great people who look at like really like look at art very closely, but so much of it is just about the perpetuation of the social scene that makes the art world. So it's something like it's it, being an artist there has its 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 play. Art dealers, and there's a whole system. I mean, here, like, I don't. I think there's a few art dealers in the state. You know, there's like 150 in LA that's oh, wow. or more, even probably more than that. Everyone's probably an art dealer. <laughs> <clears throat> but I've just I've worked at a rep, I work at a bar here when I like I never did that before, and like I do dishes and it's great and like uh, and I'm. I'm doing the performance at the Tulsa New Genres show coming up oh, yeah. next, you know, right at the first of next month. And then I'm doing a talk also at the Philbrook about Charles Bell, who was a painter from Tulsa, but one of the like great photorealists anywhere. And his influence is pretty intense, but he's sort of under underrepresented even though he's he, like he's collect widely collected but not talked about as much but he painted like toy clowns and like little still lifes but he in a way that made them have a lot of life and this very glossy surface they were very big and so writing about him and this other and how he influenced this other artist Jeff Koons who's like a very 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 famous artist but hmm. um so that's interesting too, like all the people who have come out of Oklahoma who I knew about but didn't know or think about Oklahoma and now I'm here and it's like, oh, this is the history, this is how the, this state has participated in the history of like contemporary art. Yeah. And it's really been doing that for a long time but everyone's been leaving. Yeah. And now yeah. people are staying. And like because there's some hope of like uh, art career. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and I have to wonder too, as, as far as, you know, you've got me thinking in a different way, and we may, and I apologize, we may end up having to take a break for a quick moment, and, uh, and I'm almost wondering now if maybe that makes sense to do that. Uh, if it's okay with you, I think sure. what we'll do is just take a quick break and then come back and kind of continue the conversation. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Thank you.